And welcome back to Pastor Salt. Yes, sir, Casual yes, conversation podcast hosted in Buffalo, New York. As always, I'm Max Cambria with me, John Perone. Why do we start this like NPR today? <laughs> because we soft, sultrous, it's, smooth it's the talking. We needed a nice decompression. We both had a work day. Actually, you didn't, but you had a busy day. I had a busy day. And I had a work day. And so it's a nice decompressing time. I think more people need some decompression after recent events. You know what the definition of adulthood is? Tell me. Your days off of work being just as stressful as your days when you do work because you've saved up all your responsibilities that you ignored on the other days about like paying bills, cleaning the house, fixing something that's broken, having an appointment. You know, what is I mean? anything broken? No, no, I didn't have to fix anything that was broken. To, just in general, you know. No, I I feel you because there's the balance between taking the hours you have after work and do like watching TV, doing whatever you want to do, hanging out, but then on your day off having to do all the stuff or forcing yourself after work to like do dishes, do whatever, so you have that full day off. Yeah, I'm terrible with like if I cut hair for like more than six hours that day. You can't get me to fucking go out to dinner. I'm not doing nothing. I am <laughs> asleep or on the couch preparing. Dabbed sleep. out. Dabbed out, yes. Lately, tons of edibles, which I've never really been much of. Sorry, never been much of an edible guy playing footsie over here. Never really been because it, it never felt like a sure thing. Either I'm going to sit there and wait for it to hit and it's never going to hit and I'll waste a couple hours of my life or... It'll hit so fucking hard that I just go right to bed. Usually, I am number two, but not so much go right to bed. I'll still be awake, but it'll hit me like a like a goddamn truck. I mean, that's fine. I love, I'm, I'm down to see the devil's dick. That's not the problem. The problem is that usually it's just sleep-inducing. It's not like, oh my God, I'm so fucked up. It's, I should go to bed. Because your tolerance is high. Well, not anymore. Now, even with my tolerance being where it's at, um... I'm popping them at nine in the morning. Another one at lunch. Another one at the end of the day. Like I don't, I don't know. Sounds what's like you've replaced me. dabbing. No, <laughs> really, no. I'm. If anything, I've regressed to dabbing more, and I'm back to like dabbing at six a.m. before work. And well, winter's coming. I called out. it the needle the other day. <laughs> I was like, I can't not do it, dude. You know what's <laughs> funny? I was looking at this little zippy thingy, this little zip zip you got over here, this black little pocket zipper thing and i was like yo that's john's heroin bag <laughs> that is and i saw the dab the the dabber there and i was like yo this is jo- this is john's heroin bag ironically what you're pointing at is next to things to smoke weed with and dabs but what you're actually pointing i know at there's not is smoking for, stuff it's for guitar there. equipment yeah. yeah that's funny but you it's in all the movies like the dude he's like opens up his little thing and there's a needle in there i'm like oh the professional age yeah. addict right oh by the way the our intro and our intro today. Ugh, can't talk. Uh, brought to you by Blondie, Heart of Glass. Miley Cyrus recently did a cover, inspired my girlfriend and I to do our cover of it, and couldn't really think. I didn't want to do another just random blues lick for everybody like I do in the beginning of the last three episodes. Yeah, it's all good. So, have has there been any episodes where we've, where we've had to reuse an intro? No, I've been we've been good since with that? you started. Oh, no. cool. Okay, that's good. Yeah, know. yeah. No, we've been pretty solid. And uh, I usually say this at the end, but mark my words, we'll be getting some visuals soon. This is a good first step. I brought stuff, but I didn't didn't do it. Plus, when we do, I'm gonna bring lights anyway. So, 
Well, we have lights here. We I have know, like professional lights. But no, oh, I'm yeah, yeah, like the ring have, lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So I won't need to bring lights that are like adjustable. And the only problem is that mine, which is the only one that we can like move around and shit, uh, only is white, white, white. It doesn't have any amber setting. Oh, I don't amber need amber. No, white. No, it'll is... flush us out, dude. It'll, it's bad. We don't look good in that light. I'm, t- I'm telling you. The you big one you got a- out there. The circle lights make you look like dog shit, unless you happen to be. Well, diffuse it. We can throw a sheet over it. A thin white it sheet has or a, a t-shirt has a diffuser pane of like, like plastic over it. It's uh. the it's the color. It's the it's like blue white. It's like ultra white. Oh, it's I not know what you're talking about. Amber meat. Like this is more amber than that. Right. And this even in here, this is harsh lighting. This is not the best. So. The other thing with visuals is that this room doesn't look good enough. Actually, with the guitar equipment behind us, it could look good enough. We're but not we're not looking for anything fancy. Plus, dude, you had so much. You, you've already tacked these up on the wall. We should get a tapestry in here. We can do and you could put anything on these walls over well, the rug. The if we get shut down again, which is something we're going to be talking about later, um, it'll give me the opportunity to put up all the acoustic foam in here that I want. And acoustic foam on white walls, that black on white contrast, is something decent to begin yeah. with and then you got to get rid of these 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 christmas lights dude you really do really look at it it's, I like they're junky yeah i know but you got to do something if you're going to keep them yeah do them the right way get, put a little get a couple thumbtacks or minimum and just get them up get you know what i you way. know what i've fallen in love with recently hmm. led backlighting so example went into the ub locker room might be cutting hair there in their little barbershop they're in their football locker room soon uh, updates on the way on that the whole place when you walk in if there's nobody in there and the lights are off all that's left is these like blue leds yeah i know exactly underneath what you mean. everything yeah and it's just like it's like think think like a 90s fucking like muscle car that has like lights underneath that hit like the, underglow. Hit the ground underglow yeah. yeah it's like that for the whole fucking room yeah and it looks sick no, the thing looks is like a club those are still pretty popular, and now they have some that are mad cheap. No, no f- forget that. Next level, where <clears throat> I'm not even talking about like being able to adjust the light color on your phone or like it like fading into other colors. I was watching this video of this dude who had those backlight LEDs on his computer monitors and his like station, his desk station, and on the wall behind his computers, but like behind certain things, so you. You never actually see the yeah, bulb. Gamers are really into it. I've and noticed. he synced it to the game he's playing. Oh, wow. So the colors are the same as what's on the screen. And then let's say, like, let's say some guy's using, like, a flamethrower, for example, <clears throat> and he turns it on. The LED on the right will be more, like, as if the flame is coming in that direction on oh the screen. God. It's insane, dude. People That's go hard with the lights. And I saw one at a bar that was, like, insane, too. So, yeah, those are pretty cool. I would get those. I want to get purple versions of that for the whole barbershop. And that would be underglow sick. the shop fucking purple. Dude, fuck. You could underglow just the seats and it would look dope. I want to do the seats, the stations, and... You just don't want to do too much where everything you see is in purple because then you... You know what I mean? Well, you can't even see it unless the lights are off. Yeah. So it would really only be like, oh, you're walking by at night or you're driving by and you're stuck at that light over there. Or you're having a or, Halloween party or something. Yes. So that... I was thinking like, man, for after hours events, the lights in here are great for cutting hair because it's just an ungodly amount of light where you're just bathed in it. But for a get-together after hours, no, no thank you. Right, yeah, way too way too harsh. Yeah. That is that is. I am going to be have to be getting blackout curtains for the barbershop, though. 
You've decided? You've just decided? Yeah. Because if the shutdown happens, like, how am I not going to cut some people? Family and friends? I can't go another 80 days. You know what I mean? I don't think that it'll be that ridiculous. Okay, let's let's just workshop this, right? Starting Monday, that which is when I have predictions from some people who know some things. Stop. I'm not. Stop. Not, Whoa. I'm stop not, right no, there. No, let's no. pause. I, no. Okay, I over-exaggerated. Who? I over-exaggerated. <laughs> In four days? I think we're all going to be shut down, yeah. Before anything, John, if you ever have information about a life-altering listen, thing. I don't have Andrew Cuomo's brother be, on the line. But you should be telling me, be like, hey, I cut, you know, I cut. Bob, Rob, Robert, and, you know, Berto's hair, and they're all cops, and they're all friends, and they're all, you know, grew up together, and they all say we're going to shut down on Monday. They heard so from the government. So, basically, that's what's happened. Okay. It's not all cops, but, like, because cops don't know anything about when we're going to shut down. Oh, like, they might, because they got to be prepared for protests. Nah, whatever. Um, I'm hearing it from principals of high schools. I'm hearing it from... Ed- educators mostly, but then also businessmen, m- people in the medical field think we're done. Medical field, businessmen, teachers. Those are the three, those are the trifecta of like my clientele. Well, you know what fucked everybody up? Was rushing back to college. Well, here's the thing. I thought that was what was going to be And like I know you downfall. think it's family gatherings. Where do you think the college kids are going? It's when they go back from college to family gatherings right. and then come back to college back to on college. a visit. Or after visiting, um, when when back to school hit, there was you know spikes or whatever, but nothing to shut down any Western New York schools. Nobody shut down the first couple weeks. In the last two three weeks, Joe's, Nichols, Orchard Park goes up on Monday. That's insider information I have. Orchard Park closes on Monday and goes all virtual, and nobody knows they haven't even publicly released that yet. By the time this goes up, it'll be done. It'll already be it'll already be up. Um, but yeah, when Orchard Park is shut down, John knew first. Um, what else? Sweet Home, bunch a bunch of schools are all shutting down right now. I think that's smart that they shut the schools down first. And I don't, I don't know if that's from the state or if that's the schools decided. He, what he's trying to do is just try to prevent, uh, New York becoming a hotspot again. He being Cuomo. He being the governor. Our dictator. Um, Heil. I don't. Uh, I don't take that opinion. I'm not crazy about him, but I'm not someone who's going to scream on Twitter because they can't go out the night before Thanksgiving. So I used to be like, I don't understand why everybody dislikes him. Like, I, he's just trying to do his job, blah, blah, blah. And then the last however many weeks, he just keeps fucking putting up all this random fucking these rules that are just basically I feel like they're just him sitting in his office trying to figure out his next genius step for how to stop the virus. And he doesn't have people around him giving no, him advice. No, he has advice. people around him giving not him advice. Not medical to- advisors. Not people that really know what the fuck they're talking about. Because they would be able to explain to him that nothing he's doing is helping unless he's shutting everything down again. That so, could help. So what do you want? That could help. What do you want then? A Listen, reopen or I'm a shutdown? One the, I'm one of the only small business owners that is okay with another shutdown. And I'm not even okay with it because like, oh, I think we need to stop the virus like right now. Because I know that's unrealistic. I'm cool with it because I know that I have enough saved up now. And my financial thinking has changed to where I can survive another shutdown. Oh, it's Plus, I enjoyed like... things about shutdown. I enjoyed the lack of responsibility. Owning your own business is fucking brutal as far as responsibility goes. So it's nice to have another break. I'm cool with it because I need to practice more guitar, honestly. Every day I think to myself, I'm not spending enough time. Um, so 
listen, I'm okay with it. I'm saying that these little bullshit, like, oh, if you're at a bar past 10, it has to close. Like, dude, that's not where we need to be looking. But uh, I agree that that's a little weird, but also you got a 10 top walking into your bar and grill. Not even allowed anymore. Okay. I know it's not allowed anymore. I know it's a four top only. Not even five. I know. Four. Four. I know. But he's doing this to cover the entire state where the basically the entire upstate portion of New York it doesn't that rule doesn't apply to. He's literally only talking about western New York and New York City. And you can tell because first of all, Buffalo's bars are open till four. And me being able to walk into the pub on my street and getting four chips and a two and a half ounce size cup of salsa or chili or whatever for a dollar and being able to go there with fifteen people and that's you the only you can't. can't. Well, not anymore. That's what I'm saying. Not since yesterday. I'm going to say this, and I said it on one of our first COVID update podcasts. Cuomo, Cuomo should have closed the borders of New York. Is he, that even possible? It's possible. We don't have. Like, I don't a, give a. We got it's tanks. Just a road, dude. No, Close it. <laughs> Close it. You think it's all How many from people are going to in Ohio? Do you think that's where all our COVID's coming no. from? I just think it would have helped. We would be not having this conversation this far along. Let, we just need to help wouldn't delay be, until the vaccine. Wouldn't comes. we be the only state just that did it. that? No. Yeah. Sure. Close it. We've already closed Canada. That takes care of that. We didn't close Ca- Canada. Closed right. Canada. Right. We did not close nothing. Well, I don't know how many people would. Well, you can freely travel from Canada to the to the United States right now, no problem. Right, but not back. Correct. So that's why. So yeah, unless you're on official business. All right, but I'm just talking about the physical boundaries of New York State. He's already said if you come from these states, you have to quarantine for four days, take a test within four days, blah blah blah. If you don't want to take a test, it's well within your right. You can't go anywhere for 14 days. I get it. No, if there's enough funding to like. Obviously, this isn't like Mexico or this isn't Canada where there's like a body of water or rough terrain. Like anybody can just enter Pennsylvania from New York by walking through the woods. But how many people that but the amount of people that are going to do that if you close state borders is very small. Most people are driving through. Well, interstate commerce. Yeah, we can go without that for a couple months. New York's a major port. Yeah, we can go without that for a couple months. I don't think so. Why not? Because we already saw the financial effects of of shutting down for however many weeks. Everything, though. We shut down. When it came to, like, importing and exporting, not much. We didn't really shut down. UPS and FedEx never shut down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but that's not really import-export. That's just shipping. You mean import-export from the country? No, from Or the from state. anywhere. Like what you're saying, like state to state. State to state. Like, we state. still had the ability to order something on Amazon. Right, like trucks were delivered. still doing like, it. Like, I think, well, yeah, I'm not talking about essential travel. Like, trucks that are delivering groceries to grocery stores from different state lines, fine. I'm talking about just people who are going on road trips to Erie or going on, you know, this, that, and the other thing, going to see people from looser, restricted What about somebody states. who goes to school in, at Pitt but it's from Buffalo? No, they shouldn't have gone to school anyway. <laughs> Seriously, none of the colleges should have reopened. As a matter of fact, I, they, I they couldn't go, survive. Their businesses couldn't, that couldn't survive. survive. Oh, Listen, no. I don't really care if, like – little schools around Buffalo that were shitty and overpriced anyways, shut down. That's one thing. But like, we still need to have like the Sunnis be open and the right. amount of, and they're just, well, and the Sunnis so are never going to close. They're so deep into big. the red. Well, it's state funding. Yeah, the state has big, yeah. a, a crazy amount of money, but if they just operate in the red for a couple of years, 
do you think that the school is going to be in the same shape that it was? No, none of the no. schools. But moving so, forward, none of the schools are going to be in the same shape that they were. None of them are. After this, who's going to be in a good spot after if, this? If we recover by spring or summer, we could have a normal like 2023. You're forgetting that there's going to be a whole six-month period where they politicize getting, getting the, the vaccine. Yep. Dude, I know so – I would say the majority of people I talk to don't want to get However, it. I think all colleges are going to require it. Would you get it. the vaccine? Yeah. You would get it like the week it comes out. No, not the week it comes out because I won't have access to it because I come from a middle lower middle class household. But I'd get it when I <laughs> I get it when I, I lower... <laughs> when it was available to me. Yeah, I'd get it. I've I... never had an adverse reaction to a vaccine. They don't cause autism. I'm gonna get the vaccine for COVID. So, I'm not anti-vax. I need to. I should state that right now. But something that's being pushed through testing as quick as this vaccine probably is. It hasn't been that quick. I would say, I've heard that three to five years is a normal amount of time, bare minimum, for something to need. Normal to go from, you know, we just have an idea, we need to create a vaccine for this, to actually having a final product open to the com- open to the public. Years, plural. This is going to take why, like ten months. That's why. I'm just playing devil's advocate because I'll probably end up getting it. That's but I'm why I'm going to let my military buddies. I truly think that there won't be a no mask society. Until late 2021, because it's going to the rollout is going to take so long. Not everybody's going to get it. The political issue. But it's just it's not going to be overnight. Everybody can stop wearing masks. You know what I mean? But I do think all colleges are going to say, I need to see proof that you got it to come to school. Like all the SUNY ones, at least. You know what I mean? I don't think because they're already doing. No, it is. They're already doing it for uh, what did I government employees. Only. No, it's government employees, but it's uh, military. No, uh, what's that one company? The sells concert tickets, not Live Nation. No, was- Ticketfly. Ticketfly is requiring their employees to get any concert that Ticketfly is doing the tickets for. You have to have had a COVID negative, uh, a negative COVID test, or a or proof of vaccination from COVID to attend in the early, not forever, but like probably in 2022 when they restart concerts. This again. is official. That's what I just read today. Now we're going to get into the legality of requiring somebody to intravenously inject a vac. Like Ticketfly isn't saying you have to get the vaccine. Ticketfly is saying you have to be vaccinated from COVID if you want to come to one of the shows that we are putting our insurance on the line for. Because someone catches COVID at a Ticketfly show, Ticketfly is going to get sued. Don't think they won't because they will. And then what? People have always talked about that. Like, oh, my God, someone's going to sue if you so, come to their place without a mask on and then spread COVID. I haven't heard about that happening once. I haven't heard of anybody getting sued for, oh, I got COVID at your yeah, place. Yeah, because you can't. Nobody. It's because you can't tie it specifically exactly. to that event. That's what I'm saying. Right now, because their their tracing efforts are horrible. But, but in the future, when there's going to be small pockets of this, you know, here and there, they're going to be able to. I'm not saying everybody should get the vaccine or 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 let's vaccinate the whole population um, because a lot of people have an issue with that. I'm saying you want to choose fine, but just like the masks, companies have the right to say and refuse business if you don't have a vaccine or if this or that or the other thing. Companies only gained the right to say that about the masks once New York State mandated it. They didn't have the right to do that to people before New York State came out and specifically and used said, the mandate. Now they have the ability. 
Right. So, but New York State probably will not be able to mandate getting a vaccine. That'll be a tougher battle. No, it's not. It's, there's no precedent. But let me ask there's you a question. No you get the vaccine tomorrow, let's say, and you continue cutting hair. You wearing a mask? Do I have to legally? You have the vaccine. It's in your body. Right. Yeah. But does New York State require me to wear the mask? Uh, let's say no. Let's say the vaccine is rolled out and the mask mandate is, is gone, but but yeah, 5% of the population right now has the vaccine. That's it. 5%. Let's just say that. It's like day three. But that 5% is allowed yeah. to not wear a mask. Sure. If you're a card-carrying vaccination patient. You think it's going to be a card? No, I'm, I'm, the, I'm just going to be a phone around. app. It's going to be a phone um, app. Yeah, as, long as, as soon as New York State tells me you don't have to wear a mask, I'm ripping the thing off my face. 100%. As soon as you have the vaccine, would you rip it off your face? Like I said, if New York State allows me to, Okay, yes. just seeing if you're a man by the rules or not. I mean... <laughs> you're a business owner. But I this yeah, goes I back to, to be. This goes back to another good point. It's not even because I believe in it, or I believe COVID exists, obviously. It's not even because I believe in masks being the ultimate protector of everybody. It's just because I legally, being a business owner, have to abide right. by it. Right. It, it go, just goes back to another point. It's like, oh, it's interesting how all the SUNY schools have to stay open and all these businesses are wanting money it's it's because the business model that was taught essentially let's just use the word taught to all these colleges and to business owners in business school you know ECC and and trip Canisius UB whatever any college is again just have very little savings just make sure your assets are just tied up in the business blah 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 no one save money i'm not an economic expert and i'm not saying that every business needs to prepare for apocalypse day because no one can really prepare for six months of shutdown or whatever. Yeah, that's unrealistic. I don't think that's it's realistic. It's super unrealistic. Like, especially for a company like ours that started in December. But this, this as soon as we get past this corona, hopefully the, the positive person in me, although he's usually pretty quiet, thinks that like... <laughs> the, optis, the optimist in me, pretty quiet guy. <laughs> you, I, I'm thinking that like this will change everything, so moving forward... When there's another pandemic, because there will be, maybe in my lifetime, maybe not, they will be more equipped. They'll be like to find ways to keep businesses open, like the like the sector of the economy that that is like medical advanced technology, like UV, you know, um, what are they called? Like UV lights that decontaminate the air, things like that, that you could install in a business. I think we'll like that's real. Yeah. Hmm. Right now you like there's one it's a pizzeria. No, it's a, like a pizza bar and grill um that has them, but they're not like legitimate ones, they're just for show. Um but there are I think there are going to be legit ones soon if there's not already. Like you walk through the, the door, you can't even see huge. it. Yeah, the air filter business. I got huge. one, my parents have one for your house, for your apartment. Yeah, I spent like 300 something on mine. My parents spent like 6 on theirs. It's a like, freestanding unit. They, yeah, I, they got a Dyson. I got uh, something else. But I got it pre-COVID. You know why I yeah. got it? Because I'm allergic to the cat that I have. So. Yeah. Does it help? Um. Well, now I'm kind of not. You adapt if it's not like a really, really severe allergy. So now it's hard to tell because I'm going to feel less effects than I did before regardless. So like lately, I've been petting her more and not even having effects from that. Like I, before, I, if I pet her. 
go wash my hands and wash my face like right then and there or else i'm gonna start getting like really stuffy and dry out my eyes and all that but now it's i'm just basically a normal cat owner i can't like put my face into her fur like molly will just hug her and like put her face into her face i'm like i can't do that hmm if you pet her and then smoke something do you feel it was the smoking have anything to do with it well because you're putting it up to your mouth yeah that, so that was one of my first problems i'd pet her and then i'd like scratch my eye or face and then blow up <laughs> dead D-E-D dead molly the benadryl <laughs> Nah, it was never that bad i just had to grind it out and dunk my face in cold water here's another thing we could tie this in the uh celebrations after the projected biden win those aren't obviously for obvious reasons those aren't going to get coverage for like if they contributed to uh COVID or not but do you think they did or do you think probably not like across let's just say like any pictures or anything you saw across the web that were probably legitimate about the celebrations do you think those are something people were wearing masks people weren't wearing masks do you think those are gonna do what they were gonna do I I think if I think Trump had you have your opinions and you have your tendencies like are you the type of person who everywhere you go you wear a mask even if it's like a friend's house type of person if you're that person you're not gonna switch just because biden won the election well you know it's, I mean? ju- it's not really for me it's not about mask or no mask after biden won it was more so about a lot of people in one area like for buffalo it was all outside and the sun was out and there and was I heard probably, masks were, were pretty much on masks were pretty much on i was yeah. on elmwood during all this my mask was certainly on i was walking to there was I'm a pop-up I'm shop. outside I'm not wearing a mask. I don't understand that. If I'm outside, unless you're coughing in my general vicinity, I uh, I agree. I don't get it. Unless I'm uh, like sometimes on Elmwood when I'm walking home from work, and there's like a cluster of people, and I, there's no way I'm gonna have to go through them. I can't dip out onto Elmwood. The traffic's too heavy. Then I'll just throw up throw up the gator real quick. Yeah, I guess. Because like you're in there. Well, kind I thought of the neck gators cloud. actually don't. Uh, the ones with no secondary flap, like it's literally just like this one that i have on right now this one has a pocket in it right right here there's a pocket and it came with filters changeable filters oh wow the ones that are like this with no pocket just literally fabric those are no-go and then the one i wear to work has a a face mask basically sewn into it um but yeah the ones that are just one piece of fabric you're not supposed to wear but it's better than nothing I heard that it was worse than nothing. Yeah, I know, but no, the, I don't. I'm not do you know how they did that. that study? They just had people put them on and say words, like certain words, and then like measure how much particle dispersal. Yeah. yeah, and they say that the 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 gators with nothing sewn into them holds the particles there. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So we're headed to another shutdown. You say it's going to start Monday. So let's just say. Yeah. My over so my number was ten days two days ago, but then I had a principal come in and say that Monday they think everything's going down. So let's say this: if we have a past the schools, if we have a full, if we go in the orange, like the tickets, so we're in yellow right now. If New York goes to orange or red, things start shutting down. If we do get hit full red or orange, do you think that that level will last through Christmas? Do you think it'll be like a, once we do shut down, it's going to last that long again, like Chris, like January, December? Well, put it this way. I don't see what closing us down for three weeks helps anybody. Okay. So if we lock down again soon, we're talking like lock down until spring. 
And I think that if, and if that's the uh, case, that was probably always the plan. I don't know about always the plan, but dude, when are they? I don't think anybody in power wants to shut us down. I think everybody no, in no, power no wants, wants the down. economy to like yeah. survive this, because um, their jobs depend on it, um, as do ours. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be. I'm literally that's, that's not a gonna. Good, that's have a good any point money. to bring up. Like, do you, how long it should last, or how long we think it'll because last? Because let's say the numbers I think minimum is thirty days. Right. Minimum. So the numbers go down near Christmas. Things open up, but now we're in the dead of winter. So I feel like the numbers will stay down. Not many people are going, are like doing group things during the winter in Buffalo. It's smaller get-togethers, going out to eat, going to your family's house for what, whatever. It's not like there's concerts, at yeah. least around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, live music is a thing. Canada is a is a non-factor, so no no groups of of horny, you know, young adults are going to Clifton Hill. Yeah, Clifton Hill must be dead. Yeah, because they they because rely. The don't give a shit. Yeah, they rely on like yeah Americans and tu- yeah just Americans and like Niagara Falls people that are tourists. Casinos. Yeah, they're open. Right now. Yeah, I don't know, man. Fucking shot. Fucking shot. Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I want everybody to know that John's wearing a black wife beater for this. Listen, I had a tattoo today. No, it, I'm not saying anything about it. I just want people to know that that's what you're wearing. I want them to envision, because until we get visuals, I want them to know, I want them to envision you in all also, of your glory. It's also the day before a wash day for my hair, so I'm looking hyper greasy on top of it. So what is your wash? What is it? Every Once every seven? What are you done? Twice <sighs> twice a week? So Three times? I two? was twice, and now I feel like I need to decrease because last time I washed, it really dried the shit out of my scalp. But, like, my hair looks terrible today, mm. and I need to wash it. I need to wash it. Do you follow it with anything after you poo it? <laughs> after I poo it? Uh, I have some conditioner, but I don't like it. I think that's my problem. Yeah. I think I need get a better get conditioner. It, yeah, get a better conditioner. I, it's Pantene Pro-V. Yeah. No, I don't trust the big brands. I don't brands. trust Pantene. Yeah. I don't trust Garnier Fructis. I don't trust. <laughs> I can't believe you said the full name and didn't just stop after Garnier. Like you, you, because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about if you just talk about Garnier. I know exactly what you're talking about. It sounds like a watch brand. It's not a watch brand I've heard of. Well, I'm saying it sounds like something fancy, but it's just fucking shampoo. <laughs> no, it's because John's part of the 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 hair professionals Reddit, and and they all enunciate we just everything. Shit on Fructis. <laughs> <laughs> we shit on them. Uh. What, uh, well, actually, we covered, we should talk about the election a little bit. Just a little bit. I just want to mention, we all know the projected winner. I already said Biden won. Yep. And. I sh- yeah, I sh- my noises that I made uh, were not, like, angry because Biden won. I Trust me, I wanted Biden to win. I'm just sick oh, of yeah. all the rhetoric. Just, oh, is Trump going to step down? Oh, I hope yeah, no, I wasn't really going to oh. talk about that, but I like just wanted to talk about I just wanted to talk about some of the funny fun things surrounding all this hype like fair. Like Trump Trump getting all these deals and stuff, like book deals and TV deal. The TV deal scares me cuz I really don't want to have to turn on anything and see him anymore. I don't want him to be in the news anymore. I want him to move to another country. It's like not, gonna. not even out of 
hate, which I have plenty of for him. It's just like I don't want to hear the name anymore. Like it's so well, anno- he's injected himself into every American's daily life unless you are off the grid. That's your only solution. Yeah. To being to getting away from Donald Trump, you have to be off the grid because muting only works on Twitter. Like it doesn't if muting applied to like every single social media and like if you can mute things where like your phone can't even pick up anything that has to do with Trump, sure. That'd be cool. Just wait till Kanye's president. You won't be able to escape ye world. Oh, he really exposed himself, man. I can't I can't I'm not on the train anymore. So my people are gonna be like, This is what really pushed you off the train? Yes. This is this, <laughs> this is this, what <laughs> not the election. Not the election. Uh, not him running or any of his bipolar insanity. Him with the fucking hologram of Kim Kardashian's father. Oh, yeah, that was weird. That he programmed to say, your husband, he's the greatest artist in the world. I'm so happy you're with him, blah, blah, blah. That's they, weird. They never met. Yeah. Like, that's so beyond narcissistic. He's, fuck him. Fuck anybody who would make a present to somebody else about themselves. Fuck you. He, uh, uh what's, what's her face? What is her first name? Laura or Larsa or something? Pippin uh, was talking about her split from Scotty and everything else. But she was talking about how the Kardashians, she used to be friends with them. And that she says that Kanye, like, he's gotten them all pro-Kanye. Like, they're all, like, he's basically, like, I don't I don't want to use manipulated. It's, 100%. They've manipulated him and he's manipulated them. They've they've both changed for the worse because of each other, both parties. I would a hundred percent agree with that. He's just he can't be trusted, man. I don't rock with him at all. And it is I, and the more the Larsa. more I learn about music, and the more of a musician I become, the less I think of him as a musical genius. A real musical genius is good at more than just sampling beats. For instance, for instance, our friend Kevin Spears, right? is really good at sampling beats and using samples to create new hip-hop with. Not far from Kanye type. It doesn't sound like it's a Kanye West song when he plays it, but his system, not super far off for that, right? Not only does he do that, he can sing and it doesn't sound like shit, like how Kanye does when he sings. He can write lyrics that aren't just rap and aren't rap lyrics that depend on being ridiculous to work. And... He actually plays instruments at a high-functioning level. Anything you've ever seen Kanye do with a piano is bullshit. He doesn't, he's not a legit pianist. He doesn't understand legitimate music theory. If you asked him to describe the circle of fifths to you or asked him to describe the difference between a diatonic and pentatonic scale, he, wouldn't, he doesn't have that level of knowledge. He understands how to make something that sounds good and has a good hook to it, and that is it. He, I would put T-Pain way fucking over Kanye. When it comes to understanding music yeah i would put t-pain and people like him way the fuck over everybody saying kanye's a musical genius is saying that because he said it so many times to where people are just like oh well he has a bunch of number ones fuck it i like uh, i like kanye west music so fuck it he's made so much dog shit too like well the last two projects all the gospel shit shit. all the gospel shit is dog shit he uh kanye is is Above T-Pain in knowledge of the industry, 
and knowledge of how to market, I yes. think. No, I'll but agree with that. In terms yeah. of musical ability, I can't speak on Kanye because I really don't know. No, I haven't seen him like You've compose. Seen him, like, play piano, and he, he can make it. Uh, he I've can seen make him it, play a, a couple songs on a couple piano. notes, more like. Yeah. The dude is not. Well I don't know about his piano. musical knowledge. He definitely knows about the industry and definitely knows how to push. Yeah. An, an he's image. A, he's forward. a Trump. Trump isn't a great businessman. He's a great entertainer and knows how to convince you that he's great at being a businessman. Kanye knows how to convince you that he's great at being a musician and an artist and all that. When in reality, he's... He didn't really change the game much, man. Oh, no. I, I don't know about... I can get behind that. He, I think he Sampling changed Sampling was huge lot. before him. I'm not talking about sampling. It's I'm just, just like his like, looks, what, what, what he's pushing, like the the cultural moments that influence other rappers and and you could argue styles that, and and things you like could that. Argue fashion aesthetically, fashion wise, yeah, he's changed the game, but not in a positive way. If anything, he's endorsed people ripping each other off, or people going as simple and bare bones and not taking as many chances as possible. Like it doesn't. How many people do you see? Right, who aren't hype beasts, who aren't just wearing it because they were told to wear it online. How many people do you have that you consider to have good style wearing Yeezy apparel? Not shoes. No, apparel. not many, because why would you spend Nobody. the money on it? But I'm not even but talking we know about people fashion. That spend, like, we know people that spend money like that on, on clothes. Yeah, we do. Do they spend it on Yeezy? No, absolutely no, not. Well, none of them. Just the sneakers. Just but the sneakers. But those the sneakers I don't are, even at this point I, it's like I Nike, don't even pay attention shit. that much to Kanye fashion stuff because Fashion is just one of those things that's really hard to to wrap my head around, like in terms of like what they decide is popular or not. Like like people were joking around about Kanye's ripped clothing. How many people do you know that own some Kanye ripped clothing? Like Kanye brand, yeah, like, like, well, like Yeezy, or like Yeezy, like any None. of the stuff that's nobody like actually owns, ripped. Like people nobody. own ripped clothing, but it's usually like H and M knockoffs. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the Yeezy brand, like yeah, ripped. No, nobody. Exactly, nobody. But for music, I. I Look, I haven't really looked through and like been able to and done the homework on tracing the exact influences Kanye West has given out, but his music he you don't just get big for, you know, not doing anything for music. He definitely had moments like the whole Pink Polo Shutter Shades thing was like a cultural moment, let's say for example, that permeated all the way down through every like layer of culture i would argue his like, like not that gra- everybody i would argue polos, like graduation like, getting like released that. is way more culturally significant. yeah graduation yeah i mean like he's had moments but drop out and all that he and i think he was i think that in like 50 years people are gonna look back at kanye and be like he should have stopped when he was here and been like he would have gone down as like one of the greats right he i should say I do think Kanye's made a, a, a lot of good music. Yeah. I'm not going to be an idiot and come up here and say, it sucks. It's shitty. No. I listened to a lot, enough Kanye to know that he has skill. It's it's when someone keeps telling you how great they are, at some point you start to go, fucking why? And then you start re- <laughs> fucking prove it, why? man. And then you st- – Yeah. You know, at some point I, I just stopped buying it and started really like looking into what he's done. I'm only impressed with the first however many albums. And then everything starting from like 2000, I don't know, like 16. I, I don't even know. The, even the, even how, for however many years now, not only has he not created music that I think is good, he hasn't created apparel that I think is good. He hasn't done anything 
socially that I think is positive. He has not done anything to impress me in so long, and he continues to be so self-obsessed and narcissistic. And he's just clearly a bipolar, borderline, like, schizophrenic at times. Like, he's has breakdowns so regularly. It's or or he's so much of a of a f- nut that he's faking these freakouts for the album drops. Like there's the that whole theory drops. that every time he's gonna release a shoe or whatever, that's when he goes on one of these Twitter rants and seems like he's having a breakdown just to draw attention, and then boom, something drops. He has good ideas when like he has the right. I don't even want to say good ideas. He has the right intent when it comes to very specific things. For example, artist contracts. I think we've even touched on this before. He has like good ideas about letting artists have their masters and this and that and getting out of certain contracts that like rape the artist. Yeah, but that's every artist right. agrees with that. That's not like a, a, right. a controversial thing to, to think. I Right. But he, him being such a big figure in music and him also not like being on the side of we should readjust these contracts. These artists are getting raped. That's good. He want him wanting to, like, he was talking about uh, food and how how the food needs to be like self sustaining sustainment. Let's say in cities or in communities. I think idealistically is a good idea. Like, is a good your aunt, your intent is there, but him knowing anything other than like saying things that are good like yeah it'd be own, great if we could all make own our own money, food how much of his own money has he invested into the the big social works that he talks he talks a big game know. about that type i know what you're talking he's about gonna have to he's gonna have to invest this next four years if he wants to run again all i remember is that he was charging people to come to his church so <laughs> how much of a community figure can he really fucking be i want to talk to his pastor they should have that guy. They're all bullshit. Anybody who's like a famous pastor or like a, a, a just a big time anything in the church, that's when you get to bullshit in religion. When you have someone local who's, who seems to be essentially living in poverty, which is like something you swear to if you're like a Catholic priest, for example. Um, poverty, chastity, and something else. I forget. Um if you see someone living like that, they might actually be legit and not blowing smoke. I don't even think though that Kanye's pa- Kanye's pastor is not a televangelist, and he's not. Well, I don't know anything yeah, about is. him. Everything. Patch he, Adams. Everybody he associates with. Not Patch with. Adams. <laughs> Patch Adams. Pastor. His name's like everybody Pastor Adams or something. With it has to be every. That this is another. No, this thing is that the dude who's talking to Kanye. Whenever he says, "Oh, I was talking to this person," he not just says, "Oh, I was talking to Doctor Blah Blah Blah." He goes, "I was talking to somebody who was in the top of their field in this subject." Just makes these big wild claims. Yeah, he doesn't. I know. He doesn't talk to people that aren't at the top of their respective things, or who at least claim. Okay. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know anything about the pastor that Kanye takes a lot of advice from and like does a lot it of? It seems things. like he's manipulating the absolute. Okay, shit but out if of you Kanye. don't know anything about him, he's not at the top of his game. Because I can say Joel Austin, and you know who exactly who I'm Joel talking Austin about. Is world breaking level okay. of famous. That's different. Kanye's pastor, nobody's this, interviewing this him, and is, they should has be. It, I guarantee his Instagram, this pastor, has yeah, more than 100,000 followers. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if he has well, now, Instagram. Now it's a bet. Now, <laughs> now I want to know. Now I'm going to have to look again? it up. Also, Larsa Pippen, I should go back. Set, the quote is, Kanye has literally brainwashed the entire family. I just want everybody to know that. Which is, which is an ironic take to have on it, because most people think that Kanye has been brainwashed by the rest of them. Both could easily be true, in my opinion. Um, I don't. If Kanye hadn't married Kim, hadn't even dated Kim, 
do you think he'd still be on this presidential thing? Or do you think I do think that him dating Kim Kardashian plays into his narcissism because he's like, of course, the the best rapper and best artist in world history is dating one of the most successful moguls of beauty industry and one of the most famous women on earth. Like, it plays into his own ego. I don't think he. I don't know. I can't be making claims on whether or not he actually loves his wife, but it seems like it all just plays into the character he's created for himself. All right, I'm going to look this guy up. Adam Tyson. I knew Adam was in the name. Are you looking him up specifically on Instagram so we could see his followers? I'll look up on Instagram. Okay, so he helped shape the God is King album or Jesus is King album. He has a I'm he, sure. He you know has what? I hand. bet he has some rights to the music or I bet he has uh like a a credit on the album and I bet he makes money off of it. Bro, he there's not even a verified account under Adam Tyson that has come up. Pastor Tyson? Nothing. Here's the thing. If I'm wrong and he's a ghost. No, he doesn't even have an Instagram. If he's bro, a ghost, sure. that's more scary because that means he was sent from higher ups to like control no, Kanye. No, he was uh, he was leading a Bible study that Kanye was in before he even had a, a role in it. I don't know, man. Is it a Bible study for strictly rich and famous people that live in Southern California? I oh, I found him on YouTube. Oh my God, that's what he looks like. Is he huge? No, he's just like a regular white dude. No, that he's white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't see that coming. His church thing seems so geared towards the black community. And his like sermon videos from Sunday service. 88,000 views, 45,000 views, 5,000 views. He's not popular, dude. This is the type of dude that's scary. This is not even scary. This is the type of dude I want to interview him. I want to know what you're putting in Kanye's ear. That's actually so if he's not Fox huge, News has one he, if he's a ghost, like I was saying, not that's a ghost m- ghost, but is everything that you just saw from I have him. no virality from them. I haven't seen anything I'm viral. Saying, is it all connected to Kanye? Can you find anything where it's just him pre Kanye? Because um, if he doesn't exist pre Kanye, like publicly, that means he's a fucking. Oh, people have interviewed with him. Like okay, he's big. I'll have to watch like he's that. considered big beforehand. Yes. No, he's not considered. No, this is all post Kanye. Beforehand, I there's nothing. There's almost nothing in the yeah. first page of results shows how much deep I'm going here. That are about that him. That makes me feel like he was sent. He was sent by higher ups in the Illuminati to control well, him. Illuminati, but maybe the to influence him, to manipulate him, manipulate. My pronunciation has been shot lately. Wait, this says, this says when they met. I'm sorry for the sounds. This this says when they met. I just want to know when they met. So. This was posted October 9th, 2019, and they had met the June previous. So, so he's had about his ear a year for a while now. Two years. Two years. More. And he and a has a hand in shaping Kanye's last album? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to know who, you know. That's a scary dude. Let's do with some, some knowledge. It's like saying something in a multi million dollar ear. I think Kanye. Kanye seems hard to influence. But if you do have influence on Kanye, Kanye, whether or not his mental breaks are real or not, whatever. But he is about two away from literally starting a cult on his ranch in Wyoming, I think. I think if he doesn't win presidency, which he won't, that's his next step. He's like, I'm Kanye. We're going to make our own country. You think he's going to run again in 2024? 
Oh, absolutely. I don't think he's going to make it very far, but he's going to run. I mean, logically, he would make it farther than he made it this but time. But here's the thing about Kanye. He'll bankrupt and go into debt to stay in a, in a, in a race. If it's close enough. Like, if it's realistic. No. Like he didn't no. really put much money no. into it this if time. If it's not realistic. He didn't really put... Three million of his own cash? That's For a campaign, that's nothing. For a campaign, it's nothing that started way late, and it's your own cash. Most of again, let's talk about the current economy, how the economy really works. It's not like Kanye's net worth; he has in a vault in bills. He couldn't even get it overnight if he wanted, in cash. Yeah. So three million dollars of your own cash, you can't even you can't make sign a checkout without co- making five phone calls to all your, these accountants and saying, "Just so you know, I'm doing this," and they'll go, "I really don't think you should." And then you go, "Well, it's my money." Okay. Any purchases? It was three million spread out over. A bunch yeah, of I mean, it wasn't like a three million dollar check, but I'm saying like he probably told his money guys, "This is I'm going to be you know running a campaign." Just like think about what he Bloomberg did with that three million because I never saw an advertisement. I never saw. Think about Bloomberg in the early race. Bloomberg was in the race early. Probably was in it for as long as Kanye was. Just was in the beginning and spent like I mean, five hundred million. Kanye was talking two weeks ago on Rogan about how he thinks he was going to win. Yeah, I know. Like, that's longer than Bloomberg made it. But Kanye didn't start until way late. Oh, you mean like total amount yeah, of time? Yeah, total amount yeah, of time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know about Bloomberg that. just spent way more money to get, like, he had YouTube ads, he had the whole nine. So I don't think Kanye's true plan was to even run seriously this time. I think he just wanted to get people acclimated to the idea of him running for president and over the next four years the Kanye mental breakdowns will be less about music and more so about, I'm going to do this and that for everybody and then try to gain as many people as he can. See, he's a scary dude because not only does he have all these crazy thoughts and theories and plans, he has like the funds and the friends to get it done. Sometimes him like, being married to on the Kim topic. is the scariest thing. Ooh, that's a powerful couple, man. Because she's gonna she's couple. gonna get a few more people freed. They're gonna make headlines, and that'll be like part of their jumping off point. I wonder how her relationship with Biden is gonna be compared to her relationship with Trump. Biden was smart; he wouldn't entertain her. Wouldn't? Yeah. I think it earned Trump some brownie points with some people. Sure. Let's separate government from all the other shit, like church, like celebrities. I'm cool with that. I wish the government was insulated. We just, we just happened to have a celebrity, bro. As a after president. after coronavirus is said and done, I'm so I'm for if you are a government employee, you're quarantined until your term's up. Literally, fuck it. Like you're not allowed to go out in public. <laughs> you can have your meals brought to you and shit like that. And no, yeah, let's just insulate the the government's thought from everybody else. And then everybody's just educated on what's going on in the world via the internet. Would you prefer that? I would not prefer the government telling me what's going on in the world. That's never good. Yeah. There's too many people out there that are internet educated, man. It's crazy. It's a lot of people. Like your aunt. My aunt? I don't know. Everybody has an aunt that spends a lot of time on Facebook. Well, I do have I do have an aunt that's like a psycho, like a drug attitude. I just had to pay off her phone bill. But like oh. like not a <laughs> well, well. I was like, wait, you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> I love how the couple times that I've coincidentally known slash predicted things you've done during the day have convinced you that 
anything I say could be something that I know about you. Here's the thing. <laughs> Me and you both enjoy like having day, info on the other guy. The other day. And the, not saying The home anything. videos thing? Yo, that was crazy. <laughs> I was so I was I was like, yeah, you were like, yeah, we were watching earlier. I was like, oh, home videos? And you were like, how'd you know about that? Did I post that somewhere? And it was completely coincidental. <laughs> I was you like, just, yes. I think you said like wedding video. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was watching my parents' wedding video. Who the fuck told you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Man. That wavelength, man. Yeah, kinda. Or yeah, just predictive. Me and Max had this thing. We met when I was in the dorms, but we didn't actually hang out. For John more, didn't for recollect than, that I met him until yeah, after. So it was like 30 seconds or whatever with Tony. <laughs> uh, I remember Tony for no, some dude, reason. No, dude, I've been in your dorm multiple times. I remember when you shaved your head. I was in your dorm multiple times. I was in your room multiple times. Oh, I did where shave you my head. Where I assumed nude because I couldn't see any clothes, but like the covers were like enthralled around you and you were on your dorm bed. Like, f- like, and me and Chris would be like, yo, what's up, John? You'd be like, what's up? And like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, what's up, dude? like, like McDonald's <laughs> cup on the ground with the, the socks. And, uh, and like me and Chris would like be hanging out and you'd just be in your room, like on your bed slumped. I mean, yeah, it was probably early in the fucking morning. Or yeah, something. It, was, it was, well, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, well, when you're when you're addicted to oxy, you you do some dumb shit. Well, <laughs> I don't I think it was say. all oxy, but that era. Well, what what do you remember? Like, was it like winter, fall, spring? Because my oxy era uh, was like November to January, February of that year. I think it was. No, it wasn't January, February. It's before then or after then. Maybe like November yeah. or or spring, mm-hmm. early spring. Still cold, but not freezing. Probably November. Probably. No. Chris didn't move in until second semester. So it must have been spring. You are right. It must have been spring. Yeah, so I was clean by then. Yeah, you were just Probably. tired. Yeah. <laughs> From getting clean. <laughs> From getting it's clean. fucking exhausting. Yeah. But the wavelength's always been there. Kind of. Since Headley, at least. It's kind of crazy. All Every other addict I, I know has like a, like a, oh, I got sober like this day. I don't know my day. I don't even. It would, I'd have to do math to sit here and just figure out the amount of months and years it's been since the fuck up. Oh, and you can't even use the word sober because when they say sober, when addicts with chips say sober, it means they've been drinking tap water and that's about it, and like nothing else, no pot, no. no that's what they're talking. Yeah, a about. A lot of people smoke pot in, in recovery. I had somebody who had his his recovery date on his wrist, and me and him smoke pot together all the time. But that's all he did. That's all he does? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I don't know. Like, for me, like, having a beer, like, doesn't even make me think about, like, what I used to do. But I did have a relapse. Um, when was it? I think it was last fall, like, about a year ago. For pain? Huh? What did you do? An oxy? Zan. Oh. I did enough Zan to where I blacked out and was apparently told this the next day, was sobbing on the couch, like on the Molly's shoulder, had zero memory. Well, that's just Zan. Three o'clock on a Tuesday. That's just Zan. But why? Okay. I mean, downer. For me, it's downers. Any type of hydro, oxy, Zan, any type of benzo or painkiller is what's going to do it for me personally. I'm surprised you even took a Zan. I took two full bars. Why? Because 
had them laying around for like over a year. And you were just like, it's just time to get rid of these. I don't know why I had them. And I don't know why they were never a temptation before, but I just realized I was going through a rough patch mentally as well. Um, I would never, I would never just relapse just from it being put in front of me. It has to be a combination of. There's usually rough a trigger couple, point. Couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, like there'll be weeks where I'm looking for a reason. Like I'm just like let let somebody do this and this to me. And I'm fucking. The next day I'm finding some shit. Like, which is a scary time, but. Um. Yeah, just bad timing. I real I think you know what it was. I realized I had them. Like I didn't. I forgot, and realized that I had a bunch. It might have been more than two, by the way. Like I, have, I really have no idea. That you took or that you had. That I took because I know I had four or five full bars. You wouldn't have taken, bro. Not even. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea what happened. Not even people in the in the thralls of a serious addiction would take four Xanax. That tells me you know nothing. And I'm not saying this rudely. That tells me you know nothing about Xan addiction. I know people who are popping 15. A day? Yes. Someone who's 5'4 ish, 150 pounds. I met him in rehab after he had broken a cop's jaw. Full Bla- Blacked 15 out in Lockport off of Xanax. Full bars a day. Full strength, yeah. regular and Xanax. His, his number he said was 17. That's insane, bro. Yeah. Don't you get tired when you take. The recommended when, when dose. I, when I hear a number like 17, I don't think he, in my head, I'm like, ah, he's taking footballs, which to the less educated about drugs out there is a smaller, um, like a one milligram instead of a four milligram bar that's shaped like a but little he's blue taking football four. instead of a, a white or yellow or green rectangle. I'll give a lot of information out on shit today. Um, yeah. So I assume it was more like 17 milligrams instead of four times 17. You know what I mean? But you don't know for sure. Either way, 17 is insane. 17 is... Yeah, where's the overdose point? It, well, obviously that varies from person to person, but... He had, know, so man. he was I, saying I always that, thought that if you take too much of those, like it's it's just almost a fact that you're going He was saying that his tolerance just went through the roof because it was such a daily well, thing. Well, benzos, your tolerance can go up really fast, and the withdrawal can come on very strongly very fast. Like Isn't You can't it, just quit cold the, turkey. It's one of the only withdrawals that can kill you. Yeah, you can't just quit cold turkey... Like, I think you can quit cold turkey off heroin, but you can't quit oh cold turkey God. off of Xanax. Yeah, you can quit. Isn't cold that tur- crazy? You can quit cold turkey on heroin if you want to shit your pants and board yourself in a room for a few days. So that's basically how I got sober. Not shitting my pants, but like being locked in my own dorm. That dorm. Yeah, you. I yeah. was locked in that dorm for like three ish days, ish, and the boys just had my phone and were texting my parents, pretending to be me. They'd be like, hey, how's school? They'd be like, oh, it's good. Like they, they would just like read my previous text and try to like base it off of what I was already saying. I mean, pissing in like Coke bottles, like two liters, and God, yeah. How many two liters did you fill? I know this is an Dude, insensitive whole, this, question, this, but this I'm whole very curious. Time was like a blur. Yeah, I would imagine because not only was I addicted to oxy, like ironic. See, this is what's funny. And moon rocks, alcohol. Du- that's weed based. I know, but you had moon rocks a like, lot back then. No. Yes, you did. One time, I bought like a shit ton. That was all. And you had them for a while. Only because it took a while. Um, <laughs> I wish <laughs> I could find those. Those are fucking. Like, you can make them if you're gonna get a resin press. You can make them. Whatever. whatever. Um, what the fuck were we talking about? You said this is what you said oh, before. I said moon so rocks. So it's surprising that alcohol doesn't trigger me at all. Like I've never 
really enjoyed it's completely drinking. different beast well no, listen i was taking a shot of dark liquor for every line of oxy i snorted and started my day with four apiece like habitually so i don't understand how so there's you no were, connection in my head between you alcohol. were heavy buzz let's just say alcohol you were already heavy buzz from the four shots that's four well, drinks i was going gulp gulp like it wasn't right. like four drinks then i know four lines. i know but yeah, yeah, yeah. but but lines aside if i took four shots in the morning with before within a four minute span you're buzzed you're fucking drunk yeah like you're not yeah like, and then picture your your blood being that thin from and being drunk the oxy. and then oxy hitting you like a brick shit house like a brick shit house like my days were blacked out like like i like i have people uh you remember aubrey yeah so she lived on the floor below us on the girls half of the floor and like she has stories of me just like showing up to her room like half naked just like being a psycho like just like being basically their entertainment for the night like her her roommate and her their third friend would just be in there hanging out john would show up knock 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 what's up motherfuckers what are you guys doing like and would just be like you guys trying to smoke drink what's going on like what are we doing but like obviously less uh sounding like english right and, and like we, I, I would be the party for them for the night. Like, they would just watch me. No, I, out. I, I recall being peripherally aware of this in my time when you were at at Canisius and I was also yeah. at Canisius. So that's how I met the softball team. Was that they were down the, on the far side of my hall, and they were the only, some of the only other people that I could get like fucked up with. So I get fucked up and just show up there, and they had no idea. They just thought I was like fucked up. They didn't. Most of these people didn't really. I didn't know until you told me. Well, until like I, I was in your dorm or like Chris, other people were explaining it. And then you eventually just explain it. Yeah. Um. Like the softball girls never freaked it out, but Aubrey was like, I know, I knew something was. It wasn't just drinking. You could tell. So. John yeah. getting candid today, about serious issues. Yeah, I hope. My parents don't decide to watch this episode because they have no idea that I was ever into that. Well, we can whatsoever. talk about this after the episode. No, nah, we're leaving it up regardless. Maybe, I've maybe decided that about ten seconds into this talk, I was like, "Well, we're, we're going there, so fuck it." If you're gonna walk on ice, you might as well dance, baby. Do you think? Final question before we get into our our final two segments. If you were to point to a time in your life, because I I think this is really worth looking into in any in anybody's life history do you think this was bottom so far i hope so <laughs> yeah 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 i was pretty i you was hit a rough, bottom and you came I wasn't, up it wasn't just like addiction it was like i was looking for something to kill myself with whether it be addiction or not or something else like that was the subconscious goal so like i i don't want to say i wanted to get addicted to something but i you would think that I did from the way I was behaving. Well, I think you like things that are extreme. Well, not only extreme, but easy to partake in, regardless of whether it's drugs or an activity or something or whatever. And so maybe it was more so like this is, will be an easy subconsciously. Easy way to get you don't up. you don't think about it consciously. Like I'm definitely going to get addicted to that right there, and I'm definitely going to do it until the point where I'm either dead or I someone pulls me out of it or I have to pull myself out of it. You know, that's not a conscious process. You know, there's a lot of factors that go into it. 
and a lot of people for a long time don't e- aren't even aware of that they have a, an addiction or a problem. And not only that, but recently I've really become attuned to how addiction looks. And people, a lot of people think, let's just take something very popular and, and example. Let's say someone's addicted to Coke. A lot of people still believe that a Coke addiction looks like every day, day in, day out, cocaine all day. And that's not necessarily true anymore. Specifically a- with that drug, I think that's not true. I, I'm agreeing yeah. with what you're saying. I think that one is the most – like alcoholism, you're drunk almost all the time once you get to a certain yeah, point. There are definitely but drunks that are like that. There are drunks that, are, that, that aren't like that that one day a month even – or no. two days a month even. You could consider they somebody will spend, an alcoholic? They will impair themselves socially or occupationally. They won't go to work. They'll spend the entire day binging in alcohol. And that could be classified as an addiction. It depends where the compulsion is. The bender type of people. It could, Yeah, and you yeah. could really classify that under addiction. This actually comes into play more so with sex addiction, where people think sex addicts are just always, always getting poon or always you know, seeking out a partner, and that's not true. It could even be... Actually, in a lot of cases, that's not the case. It could even be people who are just addicted to the idea of sex. Like, you're just, they're just constantly jerking off, and then when they can have sex, they do, but they could don't be. have the means it doesn't to even, it could have be, sex. It could be people that rarely, if ever, uh, jerk off or masturbate, but are still sex addicts when it comes to the type and context of the sex that they're seeking out. It's very, it gets very seedy, and honestly, mainstream society really isn't ready to adjust their definition of addicts for anything, whether it's sex or drugs or whatever. They're not ready. They are still in, we're still in the phase where the vast majority of people think that if you're addicted, if someone calls you an addict, it's because every hour of every day you're either spending getting the drug or, or seeking ways to get it, and that's just not true. When we, when we adjust our definition of that, we can move forward. Let's go into saltiest and tries. Let's get a positive slash negative take on this. Um, saltiest of the week. I think we both have quasi-political ones. Yeah, mine is the Four Seasons Landscaping Company, <laughs> which is uh, – I don't know if, it, if it's been 100% determined yet whether or not – It was a mistake. Okay, so like you're 100% sure on that. Uh, yeah, well, no, because so they, who made the call to reserve so the space? Rudolph Giuliani Rudy. headed up a, we think this is bullshit. Uh, voter fraud. Uh, yeah, we think this is voter fraud rally, you could call it. Press conference rally. And yeah. they thought they booked out the Four Seasons Hotel. Nope. Turns out is a landscaping company called Four Seasons Landscaping or whatever the fuck. And basically just outside of their little it was a parking shit, lot. Yeah, it's a parking lot outside of their little shit garage that the landscaping place operates out of and keeps their trucks and equipment. Rudy Giuliani and a bunch of other fucking important people to the GOP just sat out there and complained and bitched and moaned about losing a fair election. Because God forbid people use the mail. Um, I just think it's hilarious that they're that they're not only their last whimpering breath was spent. Not at the Four Seasons Hotel. Four Seasons Landscaping. <laughs> Not you only is it bitches. funny, but they put up that whole wall with, like, Trump 2020 signs, so an intern is breakneck speed. <laughs> Just tape, 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 tape. Not only that. <laughs> that's not even the best part. There's a sex shop next to the landscaping company. Yep, yep. That business has increased. 
Not only that, a furry made in virtual reality the landscaping shop and had a ton of furries there, like in VR. And they were all, <laughs> and I watched this video online about it and I was like, yo, what is this year? Why is 2020 like this? It's It was so funny. I was like, why did all the furries come here? And Somebody then, had to defend the place. <laughs> like the one dude, I was like a one minute video on Twitter that went viral or something. And the one dude was like, it took me about five hours to make this whole, like he recreated even with the Trump and the podium and everything. And I was like, dude, why though? <laughs> Why? <laughs> the internet will do anything. There's some hyper-obsessive people out there that make me feel sane. <laughs> well, you're hyper-obsessive about certain things, but we'll get to that later. So, my saltiest is, and I have the picture saved, so I, I didn't forget his name. Um, this, it wasn't a senator. I told John it was a senator before we started recording, I think. But it wasn't. It's Dean Browning, at Dean Browning, PA. He's a... Like he was, twenty five hundred votes away from running, like being the choice, the uh, GOP choice to run for Congress. He is currently like, not comptroller, but he's some, some something like that. And he tweeted, "Quote: I'm a black gay guy, and I can personally say that Obama did nothing for me. My life only changed a little bit, and it was for the worse. Everything is so much better under Trump, though. I feel respected." hyphen which i never do when the democrats are involved okay so he tweeted that this dude's dean browning is a white maybe 40s or 50s dude who uses a fake twitter account to reply under his personal twitter account tweets to make it seem like he has support from certain marginalized groups and he got exposed for it and he's pretty salty he's probably not gonna I mean, I, I can't imagine he'll get the nomination for whatever he's trying to run for. Um, but it was pretty funny. And then someone found that Twitter account he uses. It's like something Dan Purdy or Party or something like that. Um, which I thought was pretty funny. And he's obviously salty. So never always never trust the mentions on Twitter unless you unless the profile picture is of a, a real human, I'd say. That's that's your first start there. Besides John being salty, but I'm not going to get into your scamming. And then our tries. Let's uh, let's do our tries. So my tries is something recently added to Netflix. So it's uh, something a lot of you should have already seen or seen parts of. The Some Sh- sketches, at least. The Chappelle Show. The greatest sketch comedy show of all time. Do yourself a favor. Don't look anything up. Don't try to find bits on YouTube like how I was beforehand. Just watch it. It's like season one, episode one. It's in the first episode. They show titties. First episode. And he goes, specifically goes, I can do whatever I want. Look, let's even look at these bloopers. And they just, boom, titty. Like, right off the rip. That, and they did the um, the, the blind black guy raised as a white guy who's now a KKK member. Well, uh, that bit. Oh, that's not Bigums, is it? Yes. Oh, it is? Yes. Okay. So that was in the first fucking episode they ever released. Can you imagine having the balls to do that? That's crazy. Back when TV... And then also, like, Rogan is in it. When he was young, he had hair. But it was, like, before Fear Factor. Like, he doesn't even look like Fear Factor Rogan. It's crazy. He looks like a Dago from Boston. Like, he really fits the... His old... His younger style. Um, Who else is in it? Bill Burr, during the racial draft... 
Oh Bill, yeah, yeah, Bill yeah, yeah. One of the announcers. <laughs> like, there's some people who are now considered uh, like OGs in the comedy game who like started there. There's uh one of the actresses from Parks and Rec, the the chick who dates Andy. Oh, um, I know exactly who you're talking about, but not, I don't know April. her name. She dates the first girlfriend of Andy, not not the one that's sassy, the one that's like normal and a nurse in the show. Fuck, whatever. Oh, maybe I don't know um, who you're talking about. She's big now. She's does a lot of roles. And she I, I assume she was not big back then. So like a ton of people She was probably just funny and doing funny shit yeah. that Dave was aware of. Yeah, it's really impressive. It's the the show overall. And he does stand up in it too. It's like a like it's not just like skit after skit after skit. Like there's legit like it's it's really crazy how he'll say like, Man, I've been having to watch Keen Peel do my show for the last however many years. <laughs> They do such a worse version of it. Like, uh, and yeah. Keen Peel's good. Keen Peel's really good. Uh, they have some it's great bits. It's pretty good. But as a show, like not just individual sketches that made it big on YouTube, as a show, the percent that's funny is not nearly as high as what the Chappelle Show put out. Well, also, TV's just gotten more careful. Just like everything's gotten more PC. It's just yeah. gotten more careful. Yeah. And Keen Peel was starting to come out right when things were starting to get more tight. Tight. Yeah. <laughs> John clenched his fist as he tight. said tight. He needed tight. to make sure. Um, my saltiest or saltiest, my tries is also a comedy show. Oh. Um, one that I overlooked in my youth and didn't care for because I don't know why. Just I didn't. And then I started watching it and I'm like, this is uh I started watching it at the suggestion of my girlfriend anyway. But and I, if she hadn't, I probably wouldn't. Wait, wait. Can I guess? Yeah. King of the Hill? Yeah. Yep. Dude, it's... Because she always told me to fucking watch that shit, and I was like... Nah. We'll, be ha- <laughs> we'll be hanging out. Alyssa, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. We'll be hanging out, and <laughs> I was like, she it's not all the time. It's not all shit. the time. It's one It's one out of every 20 times, though. She'll say something to me. I will completely miss it because I'm engrossed in what's going on. <laughs> I am engrossed. And so, the show is a delicate balance between making fun of that, like, born in the 50s parent that's v- holding on to their conservative values and, like, ditzy, really open-minded, liberal. The whole show is about a father trying to connect with his son. And the son's really ditzy and open and liberal. And the dad's really born in the, you know, raised in the 50s, like, conservative traditional values, like America, like Reagan years. And it's not polarizing in any way politically. And it's it's like it's so entertaining to me now. And I used to just like flip the channel when I saw it. Yeah. On. So that to me it was like, oh, Family Guy's not on, uh, Simpsons not on. Yeah. Like zero good cartoons are on. This is what's on. Now, I started. So I never even gave it a chance. S- really. Season one, episode one. I started, and I'm like, dude, there's so rough? many moments where I'm like, no, it's not rough. It's good. I'm like, dude, this could really? be a meme. Is it on Hulu? Yeah. So right. I'm on, that's how I'm watching it. She's going to be mad. She's like, really? So I told you to watch this however many times, and Max tells you to watch it, and then you do it. I'm like, yeah, honestly. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, there's so many memeable moments. It's a relatively clean adult show, as in, like, they don't rely on sex jokes to or fart jokes or whatever to get through the, the show. It's actually about, like, funny material. And, you, and there are, like, the types of people that are in it are very, like, oh, I know a guy like that. For sure. So... If you're looking at something to go back to, quick binge, throw on some King of the Hill. All right, everybody. I think that's our show for tonight. A really a whopping 
over our episode. You can find us anywhere podcasts are listened to. Uh, we're distributed by Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, all those. We're on them at PTS Podcast 716 on Twitter. Hopefully, we'll have some visuals soon. I say that a lot, but I think that, that I, we just got to figure it out with John here, space-wise. And that's our show. We'll see you next time.